0: Good evening. It is 5 p.m. and you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 101.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's news collective, Christina Lori, Erica Singh, Zayden Vergara, Katrina Johnston, and Mia Lettinen. CFRC's news programming is also brought to you through the support of the local journalism initiative, Queen's University, What'll I Wear at 732 Princess Street, and The Screening Room at ScreeningRoomKingston.com. I'm CFRC's broadcast journalist, Christina Lori, and here are your local news headlines. And a message from the City of Kingston Excess Soil Management Program wins National Brownie Award. The City of Kingston is thrilled to announce that its Excess Soil Management Program has received a prestigious Brownie Award at the Canadian Brownfields Network annual awards event in the category of Legislation, Policy and Program Initiatives. This award recognizes the City's leadership in responsible soil management and acknowledges our proactive approach to addressing challenges associated with excess soil generated from construction projects. Brody Richmond, Manager of Environment Operations and Programs, states, quote, Our Excess Soil Management Program provides all the necessary tools and supports for the City to comply with evolving legislation surrounding excess construction soils and provides remarkable benefits including decreased costs and emissions, end quote. Richmond adds, quote, We are honored to receive this award recognizing our commitment to sustainability and responsible soil management practices. This recognition is a tribute to the diligence and dedication of our staff and colleagues in engineering services services, public works and at Utilities Kingston, whose efforts have made a significant impact in advancing our climate leadership goals, end quote. The city's program has become an example for other municipalities, contractors, and engineers across Ontario with the establishment of a new centralized soil processing site and several beneficial reuse sites. The city continues to work with other agencies and organizations across Ontario to help improve processes for all involved in this important work. The Canadian Brownfields Network recognized the city in 2018 for best overall project, making this the second Brownie awarded. The annual Brownie Awards provides a forum for recognizing and celebrating outstanding brownfield projects, people, and policies that have helped redevelop and revitalize sites across Canada. For more information about the 2023 award winners, you can visit the Canadian Brownfields Network. City seeks public feedback on potential implementation of residential rental licensing program. The City of Kingston is seeking public input on the potential implementation of a residential rental licensing program. Property owners, renters, and landlords are invited to provide feedback by completing the residential rental licensing survey on the Get Involved Kingston platform. This engagement initiative comes after City Council passed a motion on December twentieth, 2022 in which staff were directed to draft a report that would examine the implementation of a Pilot Residential Rental Licensing Program (RRLP) along with other potential regulatory options. In this iteration of the RRLP, the pilot program is proposed to apply to properties containing one to four residential rental units on a lot in Sydenham and Kings Court, Rideau, two districts with a high density of rental properties. Curtis Smith, Director of Licensing and Enforcement at the City of Kingston states, quote, this engagement will help us better understand residents' experiences and concerns with residential rental units. A residential rental licensing program could help us identify potential issues with units and build an inventory of the City's existing rental housing stock. Our goal is to achieve this at lower costs to all participants." End quote. Feedback gathered from the engagement will be used to identify residents' and property owners' concerns with rental units as well as gather feedback on the potential benefits and limitations of an RRLP. Concerns and feedback alike will be considered when drafting the RRLP. Survey participants have the option to enter a draw for a $100 Visa gift card as a thank you for their time. Engagement closes on December 21, 2023, so be sure to visit Get Involved Kingston. New Strategic Plan for South Frontenac Township South Frontenac Township has a new strategic plan. The plan was approved at the December fifth, twenty 2023 council meeting and sets the vision and priorities for the township for the next four or five years. The new vision statement, South Frontenac is a welcoming and thriving rural community, keeps the focus on rural and community, but places a higher emphasis on making South Frontenac a welcoming community for all ages, from seniors to young families, and a place where businesses and residents can thrive. A focus on sustainable, long-term prosperity, municipal service excellence, and people and partnerships are all strategic pillars in the plan. Another key theme is the environment and protecting the natural assets of South Broughton Act through responsible growth and addressing key issues like climate change. Mayor Van de Wall states, quote, strategic plans are important because they define what matters most to the community. They serve as a guide for everything we do from the priorities we set, the decisions we make and the actions we take, end quote. Residents were invited to participate in a survey to share their input on what matters to them most and what should be in the plan. 520 people responded. More than 50% said their favorite part of living in South Brotnack is its rural character because it's a safe place to live and its access to nature, trails, and parks. More than 70% indicated that they were satisfied or very satisfied with the quality and delivery of services provided by the township. Mayor Van de Waal states, quote, I want to thank everyone who provided input to this plan. I believe it reflects the hopes, aspirations, and goals of our community, and I'm excited to see what's in store as we continue to grow and thrive in South Frontenac, end quote. That's all for your local news headlines today, and next up, I'm passing it to Zane Vergara with your sports desk.
1: Good evening, everyone. My name is Zane Vergara, and tonight on the CFRC Sports Rundown, I'll be joined by some of the players of Queens University's men's basketball team. Going into the winter break, the Gales are 7-2 on their season, with their only two losses coming on the road against the Concordia Stingers in the first week and Ontario Tech Ridgebacks. In their final week at home, the Gales played against the McGill Redbirds in a close back-and-forward matchup as time dwindled. Guelph had a five-point lead. With 36 seconds left on the clock, Connor Kelly scored a clutch three-pointer to cut the lead from five down to two. In the final second, Fofo Adetogan scored the game-winning buzzer beater to put the Gills on top, electrifying all the fans in attendance at the Queens University Athletic and Recreation Center. Stay tuned for more on Queens men's basketball at 5.30. See you then. Now over to Erica Singh with some campus news updates.
2: Hello, my name is Erica Singh and here is your campus news. As you may know, Queen's has recently put forth a series of budget cuts to programs in the Faculty of Arts and Science. The SGPS previously put forth a statement which you can read on our website at CFRC.ca. On the other hand, the AMS has just released a statement last Friday, which reads, Early this December, the AMS was made aware of leaked memos and documents pertaining to the Faculty of Arts and Science and proposed cuts to Queen's University by the Queen's Coalition Against Austerity, or QCAA. This information was very much a surprise to us. We learned about these announcements in real time alongside the student population. As the AMS, we want, most of all, to support our students and advocate for their best interests moving forward. Harmful policies that compromise the education and experience of Queen's students will never be something we can stand by. The student experience is a priority at the AMS, and policies such as cutting small enrollment programs and decreasing teachers' staff directly affect students and their education. We wish to support the best interests of our students, their right to advocate for academic pursuits, and for transparency from the university regarding the educational impact on future and current Queen students that these measures will have. We will be actively engaged in pursuing transparency from the university regarding these topics through our advocacy to better inform the student population on this topic. Moving forward, transparent communication must be delivered to the student body and dialogue must be engaged in. We invite the provost to come speak to students directly on January 23, 2024 at the AMS Assembly, an open forum that should be utilized moving forward for the provost to engage directly with the student population and hear their concerns. Queen's University has a vibrant and engaged student population who deserve their voices to be heard on matters so integral to their education. You can read the full statement on our website at cfrc.ca. Many students are questioning the substance beneath the statement, as the AMS had nearly two weeks to comment on the situation, but instead had no word about it on their social media pages and website. Now heads turn to Assis, which has not commented on the situation at all. In order to answer questions, Provost Matthew Evans hosted a town hall this morning which students from all faculties were banned to attend. To protest this, many students and the MS executive team gathered in BioSci from 9.15 a.m. This experience has been deemed extremely demeaning for students and many students have begun to question if the university really acts in their best interest. That's all for me today. Now over to Mia with the weather.
3: Thanks this is Chloe Paris coming in with your Monday weather update. Today there will be cloudy skies with a 60% chance of light snow and a high of plus 1. Winds are coming in at 20km per hour gusting to 40. Tonight will remain cloudy with a 30% chance of flurries and a low of minus 2. Winds will be at 20km per hour with wind chills of minus 9. For your weekly traffic report, watch out for some road closures. 7th Avenue, Alfred to Hillcrest will be closed until December 15th for the installation of utilities. University Avenue, Union to Earl will be closed until December 22nd for the removal of debris from demolition and concrete deliveries at the Queen's John Dutch University Center project. Watch out for some parking instructions as the Chown Memorial Parking Structure Restoration Project is now underway. The work will take place throughout all levels of the building and will include efforts such as routine structural maintenance, renewal of waterproofing materials, and upgrades to the building mechanical and electrical systems. The work is expected to conclude in late December. In other delays, Bay Ridge Drive would bind to Cataraqui Woods. Expect delays until December 15th for Phase 1 of the Bay Ridge Drive cycling and pedestrian improvements. Princess Street, Collins Bay to Bay Ridge, expect delays until December 15th for the construction of new sidewalks and traffic signals along Princess Street. Please note that one lane of traffic will be maintained in each direction at all times on Princess Street. Queen Street, Montreal to Sydenham, expect an eastbound lane closure until April 1st, 2024. Detours will be in place for the duration of the lane closure. That wraps up your weather and track report for Monday, December 11th. Now I'm throwing it to Kat and Mia with your CFRC Concerts and Events Calendar. And now it's
4: time for the CFRC Community Concert and Events Calendar for December 13th through to December 19th. Have an event you'd like to be covered on our website news programming, contact us via cfrc.ca today. On December 13th, come and pet Oscar, our fluffy golden retriever, St. John's Ambulance Therapy Dog, and meet his handler, John. Drop in at any point during the hour. Oscar will be at Mitchell Hall every Wednesday at noon by the Student Wellness Services office on the main floor. Also on December 13th is the Recreational Run Club, a beginner-intermediate run. Meet new people if you want to start running, increase your distance, improve your time, or simply find some running buddies. To join us for this run, please do the following in advance. Register for this club at gogales.go.com. You must pay a one-time $5 membership fee. You must be a current Queen's student or staff member to join. Meet at 5 p.m. at the Queen's Arc North Earl Street entrance, Wednesdays at 7 a.m. to 8 a.m., and Fridays at 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. On December 14th, celebrate Hanukkah with us in the dining hall. We will be featuring a Hanukkah-inspired item every day from Thursday, December 7th to Friday, December 15th, located at Banri and Jean Royce Dining Hall from 4.30 to 8 p.m. On December 15th, led by Associate Chaplain Imam Abdullah el Azbar, these evenings are geared to Muslim students, but open to anyone. This is an opportunity to engage in conversations around spirituality and love as taught by the Prophet Muhammad. Everyone is welcome. It's going to be every first and third Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. On December 16th is a free observatory tour and astrophysics talk, from dust grains to stars and shots in the dark. This month's featured speaker is Queen's PhD student Parisa Nozari who will discuss dust in the interstellar medium and the inefficiency of star formation. The presentation will be followed by a tour of our facilities, including the McDonald Institute Visitor Center, and viewing nearby and deep-sky celestial objects with our telescope. This event is free and open to all ages, located at Ellis Hall from 7.30 to 10 p.m. On December 17th, From the Hearth is an in-person poetry and spoken word workshop series that expands our circles of care to embrace the journeys, stories, and connections we share as humans. We guide both new and experienced poets through the art of storytelling and finding an individual voice that celebrates collective memory and belonging. All are welcome and no experience is required. Participants can register at queensu.ca for individual workshops or join the full series, located at Agnes Etherington Centre from 2 to 4 p.m.
5: Catch the Limestone City Jazz Collective on December 14th with no cover at Blue Martini starting at 7 p.m. Drag Bingo, the free bi-monthly event hosted by Rowena Way with prizes, drinks, and fun times. Thursday, December 14th at Daft Brewing, 7 p.m. until 11 p.m. for free. Poplar, the gender-bending indie band from Kingston, Ontario, will be playing Thursday, December 14th at Hotel Wolf Island from 7 until 10 p.m. for free. Grand On Stage presents Holly Cole, A Swinging Christmas. Holly will be playing jazz and blues-inspired interpretations of Christmas classics Thursday, December 14th at the Kingston Grand Theatre beginning at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are available now for $44 to $50. Happy Hour TGIF, great tunes from the 70s onward Friday, December 15th at the Club RCHA from 4.30 until 6.30 p.m. for free. Also at the Club RCHA December 15th, The Gertrudes, a unique experimental folk orchestra, from 8 p.m. until 11 p.m. for $15 at the door. Elvis: A Christmas Special, featuring Pete Paquette and the Rockin' Royals and the Tonettes, Friday, December 15th at the Kingston Grand Theater. It will start at 7 p.m. and tickets are available now for $53. Catch bands like Pacific, Locket, Fifth. Monarch and Listen Up Kid from Toronto, Ontario, Friday, December fifteenth at the Mansion, starting at 9 p.m. Doors are at eight and tickets are twenty dollars. Virtue and the Cats, a tribute to Winnipeg, featuring Manitoba band The Weaker Thens, will be playing a free show at the Toucan Friday, December fifteenth, starting at 10:30 p.m. On December sixteenth, catch Kingston band Goldwig at Blue Martini, starting at 9 p.m. for free. Dead Root Revival will be playing a free show at the Club RCHA Saturday, December 16th from 8 p.m. until 11 p.m. The Inner Harbor Trio, Natalie Cran, David Becksteed, and Helena Hannibal will be playing live with other jazz cats Saturday, December 16th at Hotel Wolf Island from 6 until 9 p.m. for free. Catch the Good Lovelies on their Christmas Tour 2023, Saturday, December 16th at the Isabel Bader Center for the Performing Arts. The show is all ages from 8 p.m. until 10 p.m. with doors at 7. Tickets are available now for $40 to $50 warm clothes roundup for kingston street mission a benefit show supporting kingston street mission with artist clem chesterfield and the lazy boy recliners the mill Wrights, lisa lehman tom savage john mcclurk paula wood and laser bear sunday december 17th at the mansion from 2 p.m until 5 p.m with entrance by donation Eric Turnbull, who placed first at the Canadian Fingerstyle Guitar Competition in 2005, will be playing Sunday, December 17th at Spearhead Brewery from 2 until 5 p.m. for free. December 19th, catch some great music for a great cause with a special fundraiser for Joe's Mill with Jan's Jam for Joe at the Club RCHA from 4 p.m. until 7 p.m. and entrance by donation. A Lunch at Allen's Christmas, featuring Marie McLaughlin, Cindy Church, Mark Jordan, and Ian Thomas, Tuesday, December 19th at the Kingston Grand Theater. The show is all ages and will start at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are available now for $65.
0: Thank you for tuning in to CFRC's local news programming. To revisit episodes of Today in YGK and hear more from some of our guests, be sure to head to our podcast network at podcast.cfrc.ca. Today in YGK is brought to you by the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the Local Journalism Initiative, Queen's University Career Services, What'll I Wear at 732 Princess Street, and The Screening Room at ScreeningRoomKingston.com. Be sure to stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next.
6: In my bedroom, yeah, don't feel as good as you do. Sound like I'm feeling like something I don't really like. In my center. Same light, same old t-shirt in my bedroom Yes, yeah, don't feel as good as you do Feeling so detached, maybe something don't feel right lately Something don't feel